the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock starts to kick back And yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that And feel like you in the game playing for real It's like royalty, so nil NFL fans Welcome to the final edition of This Week in the NFL here for the 2022-2023 season. We are post-Super Bowl. Congrats to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs on winning that Super Bowl. I'm your host, the Cowboy. Joined, as always, couldn't close it any other way than with your your favorite three-man booth. First, Mr. John D'Amato who probably has never been so happy you've gotten a pick wrong. How you doing, John? Uh, I'm great. And uh, thanks. It's our season finale. And uh, I want to thank you guys. I, I know I've been a pain in the ass all year, but, you know, getting the show in. Uh, so sometimes it, you guys got a lot going on, but uh, we still got, a, got it in every week. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, I enjoyed doing it with you guys and uh, our season finale. And, yes, I enjoyed the uh, the result, of course. Uh, we'll speak more about it. I, well, I'm, I'm not uh, celebrating anything. I'm too old for that stuff. But, uh it's it's just a relief when your big uh, rival doesn't uh, win. It, it it it's not really something that you uh you know you brag about and you celebrate and all that. But uh, we'll we'll talk more about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a little celebration. Um, yeah, it's just a relief. <laughs> and right back at you, John. You are the uh, the least of a pain in the butt of of the three of us. And um, the show wouldn't have happened a couple of times without you without you carrying the torch while. You know, the cowboy was tending to other 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 matters or busy with this or with that. So thank you very much. It's always it's always a pleasure. I look forward to I look forward to these conversations every week. Which brings me to the third man in the booth, Cowboy Senior. Another great season. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Enjoyed the Super Bowl. Um I guess uh, John's thanking us and we should thank him because uh, the show went on a few times. John giving us a little bit of a nudge, kept it going sometimes. So thank you, John, because a lot of days I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if I feel like doing that tonight. And then once I do it, I'm glad I did because I have so much fun talking football with you guys. So it's been great. And um, the thing that you opened with saying John was so happy to get the pick wrong. I think the only reason John got the pick wrong was he didn't want to make it unanimous and put put the mush on the Chiefs. <laughs> we we let him go first. We let him go first. Uh, well, I think uh, he had kind of a feeling where we were going, John. John obviously, uh, for us. obviously, Travis Kelsey doesn't listen to the show because he said the whole world picked against the Chiefs. Uh, so he, <laughs> Roger picked Maybe, the Chiefs at the beginning. So, yeah, right at the yeah, beginning uh, of the season. Right at the beginning of the season. season. Yeah, he was yelling. Nobody gave us a chance. Yeah, no, uh, but, like you know that they use right. these they use these things as motivation, right? And yeah, I think well. I think it start like for for the Chiefs, it started with Tyreek Hill leaving. Yeah, and definitely. some of the stuff you said, senior, that you um, I, I don't know if you said it on the show or when we were talking that it wasn't. It wasn't a lot of folks, but they, there were some national people out there that picked them to finish last in the, uh, in, yeah, in the AFC West. And, and I think that they feel with what they've accomplished and with how consistent they've been that they deserve a little more credit than that. And I agree with that. But he did come a little over the top with the everybody, everybody wrote us off and, and yada, yada. Um, I don't think that was necessarily true. Um, where I think that kicked into overdrive was the Bengals game. So the Bengals talking all that trash 
Borough, Boroughhead Stadium and all that stuff. That really, I think, I think in a lot of ways, that really helped the Chiefs and put this giant ship on their on on their shoulder. And at the end of the day, right? If you have Patrick Mahomes, I think it's a good it's a good lesson for anyone that did write them off. If you have Patrick Mahomes in his prime, <laughs> it probably doesn't really matter what's around him. You are a Super Bowl contender. Um, there's not a lot of guys in sports across the major sports where having the one guy really does make you a Super Bowl contender. He's one of those guys, so similar to you yep. know LeBron, LeBron James, right? In in his prime, no matter who you put around him, they're probably going to make the finals. He made the finals with you know me, John Senior, and <laughs> JT as the the rest of the starting five. Um, <laughs> but just I'm with you, John. I think he. I think Kelsey went a little over the top. I think Kelsey might be auditioning for some post-career stuff with some of these antics too. He's shown to be good on the mic, and uh, we certainly know some other industries where where that could be. Oh yeah. <laughs> where that would be helpful. Uh, well, he's... Could call people jabronis. <laughs> well, I saw he's uh, hosting Saturday Night Live. Yeah, for Saturday in March. Yeah. yeah. There you go. See, it's it's all, it's all it's all part of a plan, all part of a master plan for for him, I think. But John, when you like uh, taking a step back, break down the X's and O's. Talk talk to us, talk to us about what you think the keys to the game were. Okay, N- number one, I was I was real uh, upset with Andy Reid right off the bat, winning the winning the. Uh the coin toss and deferring, I guess that's what he does usually. And, and I like that too. Like, especially when it's the giants, I like the giants to get the ball in the second half, but in this case, I want to see the Eagles get down and, and see how, and see how they play from behind. Cause, cause they, they hardly trailed all year. So, but uh, he, he stuck with his guns and he deferred. And of course the Eagles roll right down uh, seven, nothing. And then, and then boom, the, you know, KC's on, on their heels. But uh, of, of course the, the huge play uh, leading up to the, uh, the Hertz fumble was uh, it, it looked like uh, it, it looked like the Eagles were just rolling right again. They were going to make a 21-7 so easily. And then uh, second and one, uh, Gainwell falls on the on the horrific turf, uh, which is one of the first <laughs> times, which which will be a recurrent theme that that came up. And uh, he falls on second and one. So it, all of a sudden it turns to third and one, and then a full start, and it's third and six, and and then on third and six, the Hertz makes his one mistake of the game. Uh, you know, kind of an unforced error. It wasn't really a vicious Chiefs pass rush. It was just they dropped the ball, and it took such a sweet bounce off that, you know, off the crap mud turf, whatever. It, it went right into Bolton's, uh, right between his numbers, uh, a fumble going right into his his hands, and uh, and that was a big play. But still, even after that, the Eagles took a ten point lead, but but never extended. And the second half, the Chiefs uh, made, made the adjustments. And uh, the the huge story of the game was on the other side, the uh, zero sacks for the uh, the Eagles, the the vaunted uh, uh, defense that had all those guys, double digit sacks, 70 sacks. That's all you heard of. And uh, and it, it turns out they were more affected by the turf than the uh, KC offensive line, who who gets kudos uh, for doing a tremendous job. Uh, as everybody remembers, uh, the one uh, loss uh, with Mahomes was was because he was under siege the whole game versus Tampa, and uh, they they were never in that game because they had injuries to the offensive line. So. So after that, they shored up that line, and and, and getting back to your Tariq Hill uh, uh, situation, uh, that that the reason why they had to let him go is because they can't pay. They're already paying Kelsey, Mahomes, Clark, and uh, Jones. That's their that's their core four. They can't they can't pay another guy, you know, twenty million or whatever. Otherwise, they'll have a depleted offensive line and and all the other positions. So, 
that, that that's why you got to sacrifice uh, something, and especially Tariq Hill was no factor in that in that game last year with the when they lost to the Bengals, yeah. and, and also in the Super Bowl he could be taken out. So that that that's part of the, part of it. So everybody that you know, you know that said they were going down because Tariq Hill actually they improved themselves, and, and also a, a big thing is. No, no matter where you draft, you, 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 that's why it always bothers me when people say, oh, we got to tank for the draft pick, all these crappy teams. You know, you see the same teams every year that tank five years in a row and, <laughs> and they still never make the playoffs. But the reason why is because you have to get good guys no matter where you draft. You see the Chiefs, uh, Pacheco, sick, you know, guys in the sixth round, fourth round, Sky Moore, uh, guys in mid-round draft picks. You, McDuffie, you Trent McDuffie. Yeah. Yep. Well, McDuffie was a first-round pick, but a late, yeah, late first-round pick, but but no matter what, you have to draft and you have to get players. And no matter what, you can't just make an excuse saying, "Oh, we pick high because we made the playoffs, so there's no good players left." There's plenty of players out there. You just gotta. So kudos to their scouting team uh, too. Yeah, no, absolutely, John. I mean that that goes right to Mahomes too. Um, he was not the first quarterback taken <laughs> in that draft. And, um, and num- number you know, tenth pick, yeah, number exactly. 10th. And you got the the best player of his generation, um, the poor Bears. Where were the uh, <laughs> the little yeah, egg on well, their face? Nine, the, nine other teams uh, passed them too. The, some they of, did. Some they did. Teams, they, they, the Bears they did pick, take did take yeah, a quarterback, yeah. and it was Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, sorry, senior. I know I like to like I should have saved the Bears the Bears uh, negativity oh, for boy. you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, John agreed. The the fumble was a huge play, but even I mean, going into halftime. The Eagles up 10. Mahomes had just looked like he tweaked the injury. Um, it's tough to have a ton of confidence coming out for the second half. A senior and I, we watched the first half together. And I think right away in the second half, when you saw that Mahomes was moving around okay, and they put went right down the field, said okay. Because the Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs have been have been doing this all year. Like they they they're constantly falling behind and making comebacks, and their offense in the second half was fantastic. The Eagles did not play a bad game at all. I think they they win that game a lot of times. Um, senior, in the in the second half, what 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 do you think that what do you think the difference was? It looked to me, tell me what you think about this. It looked to me like they they saw something on film and they used it on both the touchdowns, but I think even beyond the touchdowns where the, the Eagles like were massively over pursuing. So these, they were running these little jets, jet motions and then doubling back and the guys were just wide open. And then we had another like special teams gaff that helped the the chiefs. I mean, this, this is not the first time that they've gotten like a, a, a punt like that. Um, Awful punt and Kadarius Tony Tibbs takes it to the house and it was just a tale of a tale of two games, right? Yeah, well, you got to give the Chiefs' coaching staff credit when you see a team dominate the second half like that, right? Something they've done all years, make great halftime adjustments. So you got to give Andy Reid and Bienemy, you know, you got to give them them credit for the adjustments they made on offense. I believe they got. 18 total yards in the second quarter and then to come out and dominate the second half. But if you remember the first drive, they received the kickoff for the second half, that first drive, and it didn't take long, but something I talked about that to offset the pass rush they had to do, 
there was a lot of Pacheco ripped off a couple of big runs. They had a screen pass in there. And I think that that helps just set everything up to where their offensive line did a great job, but it, but they gave that defense that they, they couldn't just pin their ears back and come after Patrick. And that, I think that that was a key. And then, yeah, you had the return by Tony had everything. They just could do no wrong. Their offense in the second half and their defense did enough to slow the Eagles down to where they held them to what 11 points in the second half. So, cause at halftime I was saying, another thing I was saying was, okay, this is where you say things look bleak. You're down by 10. And part of it is you missed a field goal. And I'm saying in a close game, that missed field goal could come back to haunt them. And then Pat takes that hit. But then when they went, when after the, they, uh, after the Eagles last possession and they showed Mahomes running off the field, he looked pretty good running after he looked like he was in a lot of pain, like five minutes before that, when he went off the field. So when he was running to the locker room, he looked like he was still fired up and he, he was trying to, I think he was trying to make a statement, look at me, I can still move. And he had that one heroic run on the last drive where, you know, he just puts his heart out there and, he had he had a run similar to that in the title game against the Bengals with when the chips were down. So uh, you got to give it to the Chiefs. Just great performance, great second half team, and Mahomes, the offensive line, the defense coming through enough, and the coaching staff making the right adjustments. Kudos to the Chiefs. They beat a really good team. They only beat it by three points, but that's enough. A really good Eagles team. As much as we. None of us are in love with the Eagles. This was a really good team. Jalen Hurts played a fabulous game other than that fumble, which which was really, really, it's a really, really costly mistake. But if you ever said a guy did enough to make up for it, he certainly did. His running was unbelievable. That last touchdown, the one where the last touchdown he ran in, the one where he ran like the, the sweep. Oh, no, the it was the two-point. The two-point. Yes. Man, he ran that sweep to the left. And, and when I saw the way the defense adjusted, the defense was there. I'm saying any other quarterback would get stopped. He's got so much power. You talk, Raj talked about what he squats like 800 pounds or some yeah. ridiculous thing. He's the only quarterback in the world that gets that ball into the end zone. I don't even think Josh Allen could have ran through that. So, he, you know, no knock on him other than the one fumble. And hey, you know, that. So things can happen, and it was all on him. He was just changing hands with the ball, and that's what caused it. But anyway, great game, great Super Bowl, lived up to it, and kudos to the Chiefs for everything that we've all said. Yeah, absolutely. And I was really impressed with that drive specifically by Hertz down eight. A big part of me was thinking, you know, the Eagles. This this is where they this is where they fade. They're not they're not coming down and tying this game up. And he he orchestrated a pin. You know I mean they 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 did it quick. I mean they 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 scored and got the two point conversion quick. He was incredible the whole game. So John, we got to talk about it. <laughs> the uh, the Chiefs get the ball back, moving the ball. You know I was watching with Ryder. I said if they play this right, they they should be able to kick a field goal with essentially no time on the clock, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta play it. Perfect. Third and eight inside the red zone. 
and they run that same kind of that same back and forth motion that had been killing the Eagles all day with Juju Smith-Schuster and James Badbury gets a handful of, handful of jersey. Wasn't the most egregious hold I've ever seen, um, but it was called and that holding call iced the game. I mean, every watching the game, you knew unless the Chiefs did something stupid, you knew you knew it was over. What What did you think about the call? Man, unfortunately, it was the right call. It was it was pretty obvious. Uh, I don't, I'm I'm in the. Uh, it's kind of like fifty fifty. People say, oh, they, you know, you should have let it go, but it was it was kind of obvious. He took uh, two good tugs on the uh, on the thing that you have to. In, instead of criticizing the refs, the Eagle fans should kind kind of be. You got to get on the player. The the player's got to know that in that in that situation you got to you got to play tight d and you, you you can't give the rest nothing nothing to call like that in a situation like that so i'm i'm kind of in agreement with the call it, it, of course you know it, it always goes to the same old argument yeah there's holding on every play and you could call this but that was that was kind of out in the open and uh, the nfl films and the uh, they got an extra good shot of it after the uh, a couple of days later, and it was pretty a pretty obvious tug so it, it's unfortunate because as a fan you, you want to see one of, one of those great endings. You, you want to see, you know, Hurts get the ball back either down seven or down, you know, whatever with with a chance. And uh, you kind of got like that flat ending, but you can't. It's it's sports. You can't. It's it's not fixed. It's not. It's not what we are like. It's not sports entertainment with where, where it's choreographed. It's you know sometimes you don't get that through, and you know that's what kept it from being like a top ten Super Bowl. But it was still a it was still a great game, and you know unfortunate, but uh, I, I agree it was the right call. And John, I thought that they, it was a little bit of a um, disservice done on, on the broadcast where I think they were focusing, like they kept on slowing the play down, but they were doing it too late. So they, they called the initial tug, right? Where, where, where Schuster's making an in and out move and he, he, Bradbury bit on it, Brad, like the Eagles had been doing the whole game, Bradbury over pursued, and just tugged the jersey and knocked him off the route where, I mean, I, the second thing, if that's all there was, where he had the left arm kind of wrapped around, I don't think they would have called it. It was the jersey tug. On, I mean, yeah. and it was like Senior said this, and I, I agree with him, that if he doesn't if he doesn't tug the jersey, I think it's probably a touchdown because he was beat. So um, the Eagles for the for the Eagles, right? If you're Bradbury, you got to know the situation. You'd rather give up the touchdown than commit that holding penalty. It's better for your team to give up the six. So I agree with you, John. He um, he committed the penalty. Do they miss stuff like that sometimes? Sure. But it was the right call. And to to Bradbury's credit. He he said after the game yeah, he that, squashed it, yeah. that he did it, that he did it. He said he yeah. said he did it and that he thought he could get away with it, essentially, or was hoping he could get away with it. And then not to Juju Smith Schuster's credit, he put a little Twitter Twitter deal yeah, up there yeah, was... um, saying, you know, it was a Valentine's Day card that said it had Bradbury's yeah. picture and said, always holding me on Valentine, always holding me or something. And A.J. Brown came back at Juju, which was pretty funny, basically said, you know, you were on your way out of the league till Mahomes saved you. Yep. You were on, you're on a one year deal. This is weak. And, um, again, um, in this case, I am, uh, I'm on team AJ Brown, Bradbury d- never bitched about the call came out and was, and was 
you know, with a whole city ready to <laughs> ready to back him if he wanted to bitch about the call, yep. yeah. came out and he said that said it. the yeah. truth. So for Juju to kind of, you know, pile on like that, I thought was a little was a little bush, was a little more a little more Jackson Mahomes like on the social media than uh, <laughs> than Patrick. Senior, what was your what was your take? Oh, I I think it was a good call. You pull the jersey like that. You're that guy. You're that referee standing there, and you see that jersey get pulled. I mean, you got to make the call. You can't. You can't take that play away from the Chiefs. It might have been that they had beat them with with that touchdown kind of play twice. It might have been the third. You're kind of if you don't throw the flag, you're kind of deciding the game. I mean, it's there. It's right in front of you. And for people, and I know I hear crazy things from people, and I don't argue with them. But for people that said. Uh, well, they let him get away with that kind of stuff the whole game. Bullshit. If if they were letting the defensive backs get away with defensive holding in that game the whole game, how the hell does the score end out 38 to 35? They're doing a pretty awful job of taking advantage of being let hold, if that's the case. You know, if it was 10 to 7, maybe they'd have a point. But 38-35? No, they're not. I didn't see defensive holding like that the whole game. I didn't see jerseys jerseys getting pulled on receivers I don't, and it's a critical play it's right there and i'll take exception to i i i've i've kind of liked them through this this guy's star kind of rose in broadcasting all of a sudden greg olson was like a number one guy over there that was bullshit that he kept saying he, he was pretty much saying calling it robbery and he shouldn't have thrown that flag and that was terrible and this Come on, take a look at the play. It's, you got to throw that flag. If he was the if he was playing tight end and he, you know, I know it was a wide receiver, but if he was the guy split out wide and they would have did that to him, he certainly would have wanted a flag. So I, I take him to task on that. And well, I've heard so many things from so many idiots. You know, I see stuff <laughs> on social media, people saying that the the fix was in. They wanted the Chiefs to win. Why, why would the NFL want the Chiefs to win? Like, what's the difference? And if if, if they really think that the, the officials are in on some kind of a fix, then why did they overturn that um, that intercept, that fumble into uh, an incomplete? That was really, really close. And if, if you want to give the games to the Chiefs, I don't think there would have been too much controversy if they would have if they would have stayed with the call on the field. I mean, that was. That was a super close call that could have gone either way, and it went the Eagles' way. So there's no reason for anybody to be crying anywhere. Everybody wants the theater of seeing Hurts try to drive him down. I understand that. But as an official, you can't be thinking that. You can't be think- officiating, well, I'm going to give them the best finish I can. you got to call the game. And I thought the guy made a great call. So do you think uh, – good point on Olsen – what do you guys think? Do you guys think he, in his head, said, you know, we, we, need, we need the Eagles to win this game for my career because the Chiefs have a guy that is going is, is gonna to come into the booth and, and kind of <laughs> that, take that aging, you know, recently retired, pretty boy, pretty boy tight end, um, take, that, take that gig away from me. Right. Well, as their number one guy, Fox, I think he's going to lose that to a certain pretty boy quarterback <laughs> yeah. as, in, yeah. as a taller man next year. <laughs> it's just a guess on my part. 
It's over, possible. Over, overall, though, I, I like how he, I think he did a pretty good job. I like how in the first half he was pointing out how the uh, how you know Sirianni is always going for it on fourth down, and the Chiefs got to adjust their defense instead of bringing like their third down defense on third down. They they got to wait till fourth down to to like bring their third down package in. So I, I thought he did a good job of you know explaining how how like Sirianni is is, is like a different coach now where where you don't need, you, you can't play for uh, you know third down defense. You got to play all four downs. So. No, no, third and four, third and three, third and four, third and five. He's yeah. running the ball. That's telling you that he's he, he's going to go on fourth down exactly. And it and worked. also yeah. it's interesting. Now he's got he kind of spoiled his Eagle fans because they had some uh, uh, some were questioning up uh, up twenty four twenty one when they settled for the field goal on on fourth and six. You know, it's it's usually an automatic field goal, but on on fourth and six at like the fifteen, uh, you know, they're questioning why he why why didn't he go for it and go up the two scores. And then uh, again at the end, uh, before the punt, the, the, even though it was on their own thirty two yard line, it was uh, I believe it was like a fourth and three on their own thirty two where they punted, and it, it turned out to be a disaster. The uh, the the Tony punt actually brought it back <laughs> further, so you know where where if they had gone for it, it would have been, this would have been the same thing. But but it, it's tough though when you know when you go for it all the time like that, it, it's like hey you can't you can't go for it every time. So it was I thought Sirianni coached a good game. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think I think game. he's he, yeah. he's aggressive, but he's not just aggressive just for the sake of being aggressive. For, for one, not reckless. Yeah. They have this play that. Is I mean, basically, is pro- is probably going to get outlawed because it's so effective that they're the, the push. First, yeah, the push. The push. Yeah. It's unstoppable. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. he. So any. I think. I think pretty much literally anywhere on the field in that game, fourth and two or less, he's going for it. A hundred. A hundred. Hundred out of a hundred times because the chances of the Chiefs stopping the push are, like you know, probably less than one percent. Um. So I thought his aggression was smart. I think that's a great point that Olsen made. So normally on third down, right, you're playing the sticks, right? Yeah. Keep them in front of the sticks. Well, against the Eagles, you got to play <laughs> four yards in front of the sticks, right? Because they're, yeah. you know, they they want you to play the sticks. So if it's third and third and nine, they get seven, and now they can do now they can do the push. Um, I thought kicking the field goal was the right call on fourth and six. Up three. Um, you gotta have your defense has been good all year. You gotta have some faith in your defense. Um, you don't want to come. You don't want to not get points on that drive. Um, the one, the punt, the punt to Tony, I think is a little more questionable with how they, with how, how effective they were on fourth down in the game. But still, I mean, most of the yeah, time, you're on thirty-two. The, that's that's a tough one. Yeah. And like you can't. I get you can't bank on the punter slipping on the terrible field and kicking. <laughs> kick it. it was like the it was it was worse than that Giants punt to Deshaun Jackson. Not to <laughs> not to bring up a bad memory, John, but like that one was just a straight line drive. This one was a straight line drive and it was short. So Tony Tony got like a 15 yard running start. Like it was, you know, it was it's a, the perfect punt to return. And he's a, he's a shifty guy, so you knew it was trouble. Um, you could have said the Bengals punt to uh, Sky Moore the week, you know, a couple of weeks before. You could have used that one. Same <laughs> Do you think Tony? I mean, he's good for them 
when he plays, do you think he'll ever put these soft tissue injuries behind him? Or do you think that's just him? You know, play play two or three games, look great, and then back to the I, back to the IR for three or four weeks. Oh yeah, he's only a he's only a weapon you could use a, a, you know, a few times a game, if that much. But that, that that's why the, the the Giants, you know, a building team, they they couldn't put up with that. But the Chiefs is more of a team's like, hey, he's it's just a bonus if he could play. But otherwise, we got plenty of guys, you know. But, but the, you know, for some team like the Giants that were kind of re- you know relying on him, that doesn't have any you know m- much receivers and doesn't have a Mahomes, it's a, it's tough to uh, to put up with that. But uh, yeah, good for him. Uh, no yeah, bitterness, good player. No bitterness there. Yeah, he's, you know, he seems like a nice you know a little little goofy kid, but he's a nice enough kid. Good, good for him. Talented you know, kid. Yeah. And you got it. Like they're smart over there in Kansas City, where. Like you gotta think they'll probably manage his reps all year, right? And then, you know, you only you only you only break him out in in the big in the big yeah, games, the, right? Was that like his only uh, punt return of the you know the year, probably or something like that? Yeah, that was a perfect example where they uh, you know. yeah, and they were they tried to use him in the Bengals game. Yeah, he uh, I mean he, he had the but he got hurt, <laughs> right? Um, but mm-hmm. so he he's a, I mean he's not Tyreek Hill. Of course, but he's a nice weapon, and they do. I mean, those receivers, you know, they're not Tyreek Hill, but they got it done. And not having Hill forced the Chiefs to really embrace the change in their offense that started last year when everybody started playing the deep cover two against them. Now that's just that's just their offense, right? Is take take what take what the defense gives you. You've got di- different weapons who can do different things. There's more of a running game, more of a power running game now with Pacheco. And I think, Senior, that not having Tyree Kill is actually, if, if if you didn't, I didn't even know it was possible, but has actually made Mahomes a better quarterback because it's forced him. He doesn't, you know, he's not just running around back there knowing he can he can just chuck it up. And he's got the fastest guy in the league. He's really become a master at reading defense and seeing what the defense is doing. Lilo completely agrees, which is good. Uh, but what are your thoughts, Senior? Do you agree with that? Yeah, it's definitely a good point. Well, he's he's definitely proven that his offense doesn't miss a beat. That and you and you take away like one of one of the one of the best speed wide receivers literally in the history of the game, you would think that that would make the offense worse. And, and it did it. I mean, he's doing it with a great tight end, a running game. And let's face it, a very mediocre wide receiving core. If you put that wide receiving core with another team that doesn't have Patrick Mahomes, they probably don't get a lot done. It's him. And this cause he had it in him all along. And this just brought it out in him. He's just great. The guy, we're seeing, you know, I appreciate excellence. And when you watch him, you're seeing that that position being played, the most important position in team sports being played and about the highest level you can you can pot you've ever seen it played. Right. He's amazing. He is. He is. And you see some of I mean, you know, it always goes toward the goat conversation and like he's he, the kid's 27. Right. He's got a long way to go. But. Some of those comparisons, like so the, like I the 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 craziest one I saw was like Brady's first three Super Bowl teams, whatever the whatever the 
analytics metric is for the defense, such as DVOA or, or or whatever it is for the for the defense. The average for those Patriot defenses was second in the N- in the NFL. For Mahomes, it's it's like 29th. Uh, he he's incredible. I mean, he's uh, we have a lot of good quarterbacks in the league, and he's a cut above. And he 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 he's really polished when he talks. Like he doesn't he doesn't say any of the stuff that Kelsey says. John, I think Kelsey kind of says it for him. Um, he's definitely Mahomes is more that Brady Brady mold of you know keeping it close to the vest and saying no, what they're supposed they, to say. They but are great I, leaders. Uh, him and Kelsey, him and Kelsey. Even though you know Kelsey after the game is a different issue, but you know during the game they're, they're both great leaders and. Uh, and, and they don't do no knucklehead stuff to, during the game. They keep the team focused. So you got to give them credit for that. Definitely. And then the, the what I was going to say is there's a lot of talk coming into this season um, about Josh Allen in in particular, right? And, and Burrow to a lesser degree um, being the best quarterback in the NFL. And he'll, he, he, he doesn't say it, but – you have to think that there's some motivation there for Mahomes, who is the best quarterback in the NFL yeah. and has been the best quarterback in the NFL. Like I, you know, the, the, the pundits, everybody always, you know, trying to latch on to the next big thing, but all you did was just light a fire under, under a guy. No, but also that also there was, there was some doubt because in the previous, uh, in the previous Super Bowl win versus the Fortnite, they were down 10 points. And he did throw a, throw a couple picks. And last year, that uh, championship against the Bengals, game, he played that, off. That was that was his. Yeah, that was on him too. So that that no, there is a little doubt. But but after this game, the, it's all off the table. He's uh, he's the MJ now. He he's the goat, and and everything now. And and also, I thought that uh, that injury may have helped him out a little because you know. It, it helped him focus more, and, and he and he wasn't as reckless uh, uh, throwing the ball. There wasn't even a close to an, an interception or a turnover. So, so maybe that uh, that injury kind of kept him, uh, you know, more conservative and with his ball control. But, but that's a great this, point, John. He was game, getting the ball out quick. Yeah, he was yeah, getting the after, ball out quick both games. I'm not going to pick against him anymore. I, I, I picked well. against him uh, too much. That's it. Uh, he, he he's the MJ now. Uh, ironically, today's uh, MJ's uh, 60th birthday. So. Uh, well, you know what the stuff that you guys just said, this thought just comes into my mind, and it's a scary, scary thought. Patrick Mahomes is getting better. <laughs> it's a ridiculous thought because you think of how good that guy's been for all of his years in the league, and he's getting more polished. He's maturing. He's coming into his prime, and he, he's not more athletic than he used to be, but he's a better quarterback than he was. Oh, and definitely. That, that is scary for the NFL. Hey. I mean, think of how much really, better. Think, really scary. I, I know Brady won the three Super Bowls early, but think of how much better he got in, yeah. you know, some of those years where like the year, their perfect season year and stuff. I mean, they they didn't win the Super Bowl. Congratulations, John. But um, I mean, he he was, it's arguably, arguably the best quarterback, best season a quarterbacks ever had in the, in the NFL. The thing is, in those early Super Bowls, Raj, those years, I mean, um, he was great. But if you looked at statistics, numbers, he wasn't putting up numbers like Mahomes was no. putting up in his early years. And to, so that's why it's it's even more baff, mind-blowing that, that this guy's getting better. 
it's even scarier. I mean, he's he's unbelievable, really. What what a talent! And now he's he's getting super polished, as guys do with time to go along with talent like we've never seen before. So it's we're watching greatness, and it's fun to watch. No doubt about it. Hundred percent. So great season, great season, guys. This really puts a bow on it. So, I mean, we could talk a little off-season stuff here because there's a number of, of good storylines. Um, so, Derek Carr's getting let's, – let's play quarterback quarterback roulette, John. Where where the ball stops, no one knows. Where do, I'll just – I'm going to say the quarterback, then you two guys tell me where you think they're going. Derek Carr. Jets. Uh, just announced today that he's visiting the Jets this weekend. But, oh, man. We're hearing so much about the Saints, too. I'm, I'm going to say Saints. All right. Aaron Rodgers. Vegas. Yeah, I'm going to agree with John on that one. All right, I'm going to say Jets for Rodgers. <laughs> Unless I missed something and he came out of his, uh, you know, whatever mushroom and, and trip got, or whatever he's on and said he didn't want to play for the Jets. And where do you got Carr going? I, I kind of agree with Senior there. Uh-huh. I, I, I think I think the Saints makes makes some sense. And then Jimmy, how about Jimmy G? Bucks. John. Yeah, t- t- Tampa looks good for Jimmy G. Sure. Yeah, I agree with that one too. Makes makes too much sense. So that's Tampa. That's assuming Tampa doesn't blow it up, which. I don't. I mean, Jimmy G's not as good as Brady as a forty-five-year-old Brady, but it's. I mean, it's. It's. I think at least close. Yeah. So. I mean, there's there's possibilities like where like if we're wrong about Vegas. That's Jimmy a good G spot would, for Jimmy him too. Jimmy G yeah. would, with Josh would make sense. And then you know the, the other team in kind of in question is Tennessee, right? And if it's not Tannehill, who is it? And then where does Tannehill land? There's some interesting stuff this year with quarterbacks. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And Lamar Jackson's a big one, obviously, too. Um, yeah, you know, the, the NFL folks obviously have more, um, you know, the, the, the teams have some more control. So Baltimore can keep him. But I think he kind of I really don't. If I'm Baltimore. I might be looking to, to to move off him. I know he's really good, but the way what he did this year, which is, I don't know if he tanked an injury, but he certainly he certainly didn't uh, Mahomes it and, and power through in order to in order to help the team. I mean that's a pretty pretty strong indication of where his head's at. And apparent and from everything you read, they're really far apart on the money. So my uh, my dream scenario, I, I, I said I think this could happen. Just a, just a, no, 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 no knowledge at all. Just what do you, what do you know, right? So I, the, the, the Bears are move, are rumored to be potentially moving off field so they can draft Levi's or Bryce Young. So what about, what about Fields to the Ravens? Could it be a more perfect situation for him, John? Yeah, and. Uh... And and also for the Bears to kind of uh, reset the clock and uh, that that right. way you start you start the uh, 
if if they think that that Stroud or, or Bryce Young is as is is just as good, you you start everything, and uh, and that's the key time to win is when your quarterback's making the uh, the rookies you know, on on the rookie contract, and and you could load up, but it, you know, but the Bears, uh, you know, they also have a lot to rebuild on on the defense too, so it it wouldn't you know it would take a couple of years, but hey, but that's in play. Well, to help rebuild that, the other the other option is they trade the pick for yeah. multiple picks. Of course, and yeah, that would have to, yeah. sense for the Bears. They already have so, two, and they would have three. Sure, it's it's probably one or the other, right? They either trade yeah. Justin or they trade the number one pick. Does it make sense to keep the number one pick because they could get a haul for it? Oh, and not take a quarterback. Exactly. Right, that's what I'm saying. If they if they're going to keep Fields, yeah. And there's only one, you know, of all the scenarios we're talking about, there's only one guy who's going into a darkness retreat to make his decision. I don't even have to say that idiot's name, but he's a great player, but <laughs> everything about him just bugs me. <laughs> he hasn't come out of it yet? Has he no. come out of the cave yet to make his grand decision? <laughs> no, he's, he's hibernating. I mean, uh, it's, it's funny, Senior, because the only he's the only guy – in sports, that's taken more unsolicited cheap shots at the Bears than you. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Uh, we'll see where he ends up. But if if that if Fields is on the move, and if it were to be to Baltimore, it makes a lot of sense to me, frankly, right? Because whatever, I mean, the the the, the Ravens team is built for that specific guy for him right same kind of guy as lamar um and they would get a massive haul back for lamar um whatever you know so it would it would make sense so if those guys are in play it could be really interesting because then you think like is lamar going to the jets like that would make sense um I think they could they could they could afford him. So real interesting stuff. Real, real interesting stuff. Okay, all right, guys. So here's to another 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 year of this week in the NFL. We we appreciate the fan base. We know we know we know who you are because you all reach out to us and we get to hang out and it's good stuff. John Sr. I look forward to this every week. Um, we will do at least a special or two during the off season, as we always do. Maybe some NBA. Yeah. Maybe. Some and uh, the guys on uh, the guys on the North South Connection, I think uh, JP and Marcus will be doing a draft preview. Uh, so check with them about a week before the draft. Uh, especially, especially, uh, I know uh, JP is going to be excited for his Bears' uh, big draft. And Marcus, lifelong Chiefs fan, will uh, will tune in. Yeah, uh, so he's got doing, some He's, experts, do, he's uh, doing well too. Yeah, he's doing well too. Good stuff. Senior, any parting shots? Nope, I'm ready for next year. It's all good. A lot of good <laughs> we got a lot of good stuff still going. Up. We're, gonna, we're all going to miss the NFL, but we've got some great college basketball. We've got, I mean, being a fan around here, I love the Friars. So do you, Roger. That means a lot. And we've got still got the team with the best record in the NBA to root for. So, and I, we love the UFC. We got that almost every Saturday night. So, John we'll Jones, miss the, we'll miss the NFL, but we got we got a lot of good stuff to keep us going as the sports lunatics that we are. So, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right. So, signing off for 2022, 2023. I'm the Cowboy. 
and this is this week in the NFL, then we're out. Relax in the dark. <laughs>